Yeah, Friday! You have reached episode 20 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I'm glad you could join me today. I hope you enjoy the show. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star, five-star rating. Any rating is appreciated. I hope you enjoy the show today. I think I wrote a good one for you. I hope you get something from it. Aren't you glad it's Friday? I'm a little, I've been on a little depression kick. It always happens to me at the end of the holiday season. I go through this like mopey phase where I don't want to take down the decorations because I'm not ready for it to be over yet. (laughs) Uh, It sucks. You do all this work and you put all the decorations up. And then just when you think it's time to start enjoying them, it's uh, time to take them down. At least that's how it seems. We are at the end of the holiday season. Which for many means time to get your butt moving and get back on track, right? All right. Let's get into this. All right, wasn't a good week. Be honest with you. Be straight out with you. I'm not going not gonna to beat around the bush. I am not proud of myself. Uh, another gain. Another gain. Uh, this is all holiday indulgences. Every last bit of it. And you know what? I deserve it. I deserve it. Because I, I let a little, I let too loose this year. Way too loose. I enjoyed the holidays way too much, and I deserve every bit of this gain. So my gain was for this week is 7.6 pounds. It's amazing. It's amazing what you could do in one week, even when you're, I mean, I'm, I was under the delusion that I was, I was okay, I was breaking the rules, but I wasn't breaking them that badly. That's, that's, the, that's the delusion you live under. Sometimes, you know, and uh, it's aggravating, but who, who can you be mad at? Who can you be mad at? The person in the mirror. That's it. That's all we can do. We can look in the mirror. We can say, all right, this is what you did. Make the correction and move on. No matter how hard it hurts, how much it hurts, just got to face it. So with this gain, it puts my total weight loss since January 2019 to 95.2. So I lost my 100-pound milestone. 
you know, and I thought I was safe. I thought I was safe when I entered the holiday season down 110 pounds. Exactly. And I thought I was safe. There's no way I could finish the holiday season and not still be over 100 pounds lost, regardless of what happened. That's the, that's the mentality I had in my head. There's, there's nothing else to say about that. I had a thought in my head, if I can get to 110, it'll be a lot harder to go back under 100 if I should gain weight. Well, maybe, maybe the old me was like, oh yeah, challenge accepted. And in just a few weeks, I'll take care of that. No problem. That's what the old me was like. The old me was like, hold my beer. Let me take care of this for you. It's uh, unbelievably frustrating. Unbelievably frustrating. But there's no one to be mad at except me. Because I did it. I let loose. I had a good time. Now I got to deal with the consequence. And we move forward. Total holiday weight that I have to lose at this point in order to get back to 110 is 14.8 pounds. 14.8 pounds in just a couple of weeks. Ridiculous. I have a goal to get to 277. And for any newcomers, the 277 goal comes from my desire to be Back at the weight I was when I first started dating my wife. 277 is also the lowest weight I achieved after having the gastric bypass surgery before I started to gain the weight back. So I'd like to get back to 277. And now I'm 23.4 pounds away from 277. So we will, um, we are working to get back there. Or get to there, I should say. Because it's a goal. The amount of pounds I have to get to the next WW milestone, which is the minus 125 milestone, that would be 29.8 pounds. And the amount of pounds I have to get to my big goal, which was to lose 200 pounds and then reevaluate, I have 104.8 pounds to go to get to my big goal of losing 200 pounds. But like I said, we can't dwell on this. Absolutely cannot dwell on this. And I am here and I sound frustrated. And part of that is just the reintroduction of the idea in my head. Because, I mean, I got past this. I weighed in on Saturday. And I'm making this recording. It's after that. So I'm, I'm going back into those thoughts and the frustration came right back with it. But um, the only way to get past stuff like this is just to get forward, get over yourself. Because the longer you allow yourself to dwell and beat yourself up and be angry with yourself, the more possibility there is to cause more problems. And I'll get more into that a little bit later in today's topic. You know what, let's, let's get into today's topic right now. Today's topic is resolutions versus life choices. You ever wonder why we make resolutions? It seems like 
every new year, we're, we're being guided to make a change. As if January 1st, because it's a new year, means that's the time of year where you should think about making a change. In reality, any time of the year is a time to make a change. Not January 1st. Any time of year. So why why are we geared? Why are we guided that January 1st is the time of year when we make changes? What's it about January 1st? I mean, even the slogans, new year, new you. It's, it's kind of sickening. That bugs that, that slogan bugs the crap out of me. New year, new you. You could have a new you every month, every week, every day, every hour, every minute, every second. You know why? Because it's your choice. To create a new version of yourself can happen any moment. You don't have to wait for January 1st. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the day, the time, the month. None of it matters. Do you know why we make resolutions? Because resolutions, what they really are, is part of a, a shame-based or guilt-based cycle. If you don't know anything about this, I'm going to break it down for you. You see, the cycle begins with a declaration, such as, New Year, New Me. You've made a declaration. And now this can mean a million different things. This can mean, I, just, I intend to be a new person. That's all it really means. Whether that has to do with your health, whether that has to do with your, your job, your career, or that has to do with your education level, it doesn't really matter. You've decided you need a change in your life. So you make the declaration. And with the declaration comes motivation. You are now motivated to go after the change you seek. So you make whatever changes in your life necessary in order to bring your declaration to fruition. That's fine. Wonderful. And when you make these choices and you make these changes, what's the next thing you find? You find success. And when you find success, it's wonderful. You can become almost uh, high off of the success. You can reach a level of confidence that's dangerous. And you decide, once you hit the next part of the cycle, it's the reward. It's time for a reward. So now if we're putting all this into health terms, I'm going to stop right in the middle here. If we're putting all this into health terms, you've made a declaration. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You're going to lose weight come January 1st. Wonderful. And you're motivated. And you're determined. And this time, you're going to do it. And you make the changes. And you put everything into motion. You find success. And you may reach levels of success that 
you didn't otherwise think you'd be able to achieve. So now you're kind of floating on air. You're feeling good. You are it. You've got this. In comes the reward. And since we're talking about health, the reward is obviously something you've been depriving yourself of. Something you decided to change because you knew it was contradictory to the declaration you made. So you reward yourself with a certain food item. And sometimes that food item, people don't realize it. It's a trigger food. What's a trigger food? A trigger food is something you eat that doesn't just end with that one thing. You see, it, tr- it triggers a chain of events where a series of bad choices are then made because of one food choice. And it doesn't even have to be the same food choice. It could be many different things that follow. For an example, you go to a movie, you go into a movie theater, and you decide you're going to get a popcorn. You had already given up popcorn for in order to live a healthy lifestyle. But you go and buy that big tub of movie popcorn because you're successful. And it's time for a reward. And soon, right after you taste that popcorn, because, you know, they put it on the counter and you're not even done paying for it yet, you're already tasting it. Okay? You get to grab a little couple kernels off the top while you're waiting for him to get the drink you also ordered. And you get that salty taste. And when you want that salty taste, what do you want next? You want a sweet taste, don't you? So the salty goes, you know what? I haven't had those chocolate-covered peanuts in a while. Hit me up with a box of those. Yeah, I'll take that too. Throw it on. Then you see the Twizzlers, little package of Twizzlers over there. You know what? Throw that in too. It's all part. One night, one reward. Meanwhile, that reward is like 1,200 calories. It's more calories you just took in the whole day. In the first few minutes of the movie, you're going to ingest that. So what do you do? That's just a, that's a small example of what a chain of events could be. Now, a chain of events could last days. It could last weeks. At some point in this chain of events, you begin to feel like a failure. Because you know you shouldn't be making the choices you're making. But you're making them anyway. And you know what comes after failure? Here comes shame. Here comes guilt. Your two best friends on the journey. Shame and guilt. You know why they're your best friends? Because they make sure that your journey just stays 
going around in a circle. They don't want you going downward. It's okay. You can go downward for a little while, and they'll relax, and they'll let you think you're winning. But shame and guilt eventually say, okay, buddy, let's go get them. And they get up off their chair right when you're in that, in that cycle or that, that series of events from, that went from success to reward to failure. Here comes shame and guilt. And now you feel like crap for doing what you did. And maybe you ruined the majority of the success you had. Maybe you gave back all of the pounds you lost. Or you took back all the pounds you lost, I should say. And you could spend some time with shame and guilt. And shame and guilt are good at making sure the chain of events continues. They make sure, they, make, they put thoughts in your head like, well, I already messed everything up. I might as well keep eating. That's what shame and guilt do. So regardless that you know you're making bad choices, you continue to make them because shame and guilt are like, what, what's the big deal now? You lost 10, you gained back 8, what's another 2? What's the big deal? So you keep going. Nothing changes until you meet your real friend. Anger. And with anger comes truth. Because when your friend anger comes along, the real one, the one you never really want around, but he ends up showing up right when you need him the most. And he smacks you in the face and he tells you, look, you moron, this is what's going on. This is the change you need to make. And until you make that change, nothing's going to go your way. So stop being a little girl about this. Stop being a little boy about this. Make your change. Do what needs to be done and get back on it. That's when you make your declaration. And here we are back at the top of the circle. We're going to take a break. When we return, I'm going to talk about breaking the cycle We have to break the cycle of shame and guilt in order to be truly successful in what we are attempting to do. I'll be right back. Stick with me. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On Facebook and Instagram, search for at The Ranting Weight Watcher. On Twitter, search for at The Ranting WW. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to TheRantingWeightWatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time here and you enjoyed the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. 
If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So before the break, we were talking about why we make resolutions. And I think the singular reason is for what what I would call the shame cycle. Now I broke I broke down the same the stages for the shame cycle before the break. So now what do we do to break the cycle? Because the idea is somewhere along this cycle, we can't start to go back in the other direction, right? That's what makes it a circle. Because at some point, you make the turn back to the beginning. So what do we do? What We have to recognize our tendencies. We have to see what it is that makes us because it's you, it's me, it's we are the ones doing it. Nobody does anything to us. I don't care what your circumstances are in your life. I don't care what you, what, what you feel like is different about you. Because it's not about that. Everybody's got something. Everybody is dealing with issues. Everybody's issue is as high, it's the worst thing that could possibly happen to them at any given moment. That's all there is to it. Everybody thinks they're worse off than everyone else. So the idea is, wherever you are in this cycle, you have to be able to, number one, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to see the truth for what it is. Maybe a pipe burst in your house, okay? A pipe burst in your house, water all over the place, and all kinds of water damage. And you're waiting for an emergency plumber and whatever else to figure out the situation. What about the situation I just gave to you dictates eating? Yet, how many of us would use this situation as an excuse to eat. Be honest with yourself. How many of us would look for an excuse to eat with any given situation? Anything we could say, oh God, this happened and, and I just can't handle it and, and, and I went crazy and I ate. How many of us, how many of us are just looking for the next reason to go crazy and do whatever, eat whatever we want? Because that's what, that's what it boils down to. We have to know where we are in this cycle at any given moment so that we can make corrections so that we don't end up in the upwards part of the journey, right? So when you're starting to go down the circle, at some point, you're about to turn and go back up again. Before you get that point, 
Now, some for some people, it's stress that causes them to make the turn. And for other people, it's reward that causes them to make the turn. You have to realize what it is that's causing you to make these decisions. Because it boils down to you and me and everyone else. Everything we do is a choice. And a resolution, a New Year's resolution, will not stop the feeling you have at that moment. When you're looking for an excuse to eat whatever you want, when stress is so high and you're just looking for a distraction, your New Year's resolution doesn't have a chance against those circumstances. But when it's a life choice, when you're making life choices instead of circumstance, I mean, I'm sorry, when you're making life choices instead of resolutions, the circumstance is part of the whole thing. It's part of the equation. You know the circumstances there. And when he comes, you greet him like a brother. Hey, how you doing? I was expecting you. Because you know, eating at that point, eating is not going to take away the circumstance. That's when you make the life choice of looking for the solutions to your problems rather than distractions from them. We have to make life changes, uh, choices. We can't allow stupid things, stupid, stupid circumstance that is always there. Circumstances are just lined up at the door. Just think about it that, that, that way. There's your front door. Picture it right now. And on the other side of the front door, one after the other. Circumstance one, circumstance two, circumstance three, and they're all just waiting to open the door and walk into your life. Some of them come in together. They're friends. They get along. They work well together. So they come in at the same time. It is your job to realize that the choices you've made in your life are stronger than those those uh, circumstances. Now, how do we do that? How do we know we're strong enough? It all starts with the first choice. You know, there's a saying... It's, it goes something like, may your troubles last as long as your New Year's resolution. And there, there's a reason that saying exists. It's because the majority of the New Year's resolutions that are made never come to fruition. 
So maybe your focus shouldn't be towards making a resolution. Maybe for once in your life, your focus has to be about making life choices. Now, some of these life choices ahead of you, they might cause some pain. And I'm not talking about physical pain, but that's possible too. I'm talking about emotional pain. Because I said it before and I'll say it again, the majority of the reason you're having the problems that you're having to need to try to start a healthy lifestyle, they didn't come from eating or lack of exercise. They came because of something else that's buried deep down. Something that you have been holding on to your entire life. And you need to just let it go. Let it go and become the you that you have dreamt to become your entire life. Become the you that I can see in you. The you that you can see in you. Or the you that you wish to be. It's possible. The you that you wish to be is possible. And the only reason it's not possible is because you don't believe it's possible. So stop it. Stop it. Believe in yourself because if you don't, nobody else will. You give nobody any reason to if you don't. Love yourself because if you don't, nobody else will. You give them no reason to. It has to start with you. Make the choice. Do what's required. Make the change that lasts for the rest of your life. Stop making resolutions. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.